Hey friends, I am so excited that you are joining me today for another episode on the Socially Selling Podcast with Becky Baxter. That's me. I want to talk to you guys today about developing leaders. So this is something that I think is really a powerful, you know, business strategy for direct sellers, network marketers, like anyone in the social selling industry, essentially you have the opportunity to get paid basically two ways, right? Or I guess you could say three, but really two ways. So the first way is by selling products, right? And that's pretty obvious, whatever your products are, whether it's, you know, protein shakes, supplements, makeup, kitchen products, whatever it is, right? You can sell products and make a commission. Okay. And the second way you can make money is by helping others, essentially recruiting, whether it's called advocates, consultants, ambassadors, whatever it's called, recruiting other people to do the same thing that you are doing, right? So finding people to work the business model. And so by helping other people in this industry, I think that's why I get so passionate about and have been for years developing leaders is because you have the ability to help someone else, right? And in this space, you are compensated when other people are successful, right? When you help someone else, you are paid for it, which I think in general is kind of, that's kind of how life is, right? Like, You know, whether you believe like I do, I'm a Christian and I do believe that, you know, God is going to bless you abundantly when you are giving back, right? No matter if that's financially, if that is, you know, with your time, with your energy, your resources, whatever that looks like, I believe it's going to eventually come back, right? Well, it's the same thing with this business. If you're helping and pouring into someone else, you a lot of times have to, you know, pour into other people for a while, maybe long before you actually are going to see that payoff, right? Which I think is why sometimes people struggle in this industry because they don't see the payoff right away, which really, you know, it gives your confidence a hit and makes them question, makes people question like, is this for me? Maybe I'm not, you know, it's, I'm not able to be a leader or I'm not capable of whatever it takes or I don't have a big enough following or whatever it is, right? And so I want to talk to you guys today specifically about how you can, you know, not only sell your products, like that's great, right? We're not really talking much about that per se, but how you can also leverage that second opportunity uh, in your income. And that is by developing leaders, right? And so you know that's why I said in the beginning there's really three ways you can make money, right? It's like you can sell products, you can recruit and develop, you know, business builders, or you can do both, right? And make that commission based on um, your your actions in both areas. And so today, I just kind of want to have like a conversation, you know, not super, not super long winded. This is kind of hopefully going to be um, short and sweet. Give you some action items and also some encouragement because, you know, I believe that this opportunity is available to anyone who really wants to build an abundant life. And so much of a, if you really think about the meaning of abundance, it's not necessarily just in having more, right? It's this, it's more can be, um, you know, things or it can, and it can be money, or it can also be just like the way you feel, right? That peace of mind. And you're able to have that with more income, right? More income provides more opportunities. And the best way that you can do that is by 
developing leaders, finding other people who are business builders to build with you. And so the reason why I wanted to talk a little bit about this is because, um, well, for starters, it's it's life-changing income, right? 80% of my, I would say actually more than that, probably 90% of my income um, a couple of years ago before I walked away from my career to focus on coaching, right? Like, obviously I'm super passionate about developing leaders because my favorite part was the coaching and the educating and the training and mentoring. And so, you know, before I walked away and decided to transition to coaching, I would say about 80, I'm, you know, 80 to 90% of my income was coming from my overrides, meaning the success of the people in my organization. So it's almost like the level at which you develop leaders and you help other people have success is directly going to determine the level of your income. Okay. So like if you are only, you know, doing a little bit here and there, recruiting every now and then, you're not really, you don't have a system in place for onboarding. You don't have a strategy, you know, and we're going to talk about some of the things that you really need to be doing. Um, in order to do that, then you're missing out. You are literally missing out on so much money. Okay. Just to be completely honest. Um, and you know, during my time in the, in the industry, I was in the top five in the entire company in developing leaders, uh, two years in a row. Okay. So back in 2018, 2019, I was in the top five. I think one year I was um, number three, one year I was number four in the entire company. And I was so proud of that because it knew, it meant that I was helping other people have success. I was developing a lot of leaders. And so, you know, in, in my time in this space, I've developed, you know, hundreds of leaders and that is what has brought me to where I am today. And so, you know, obviously my passion is in education and training. And so I really want to just share with you guys three things that you might not be doing, which literally is causing you to leave money on the table. And so, like I said, this is a short and sweet episode. I just had a couple of thoughts around this, you know, when I was talking to someone recently who was saying, you know, I, my personal sales are strong. I can recruit a ton of people, but what is it? Like, why can't I get to that next level? And, you know, while we could speculate on all of these different things and reasons, I re it really kind of boiled down to three things. You know, I kind of was thinking through like, okay, if these three things are not present, the chances of you consistently developing leaders and those people staying is pretty rare. Like you might develop one here and there, or you might develop some and then they fall off and you're like, I can develop some every now and then, but then... I don't have anyone else next, right? So it's kind of like you have to have these three key pieces in place to have sustainable and consistent success. All right, so let's jump in. The very first thing that I think has to be said, so this was number one on my list, was that maybe you're not leading by example, okay? So I hate to break it to you, <laughs> but the standard and the level of success that you achieve, right? Basically what you achieve paints a picture and gives people this image of what is possible for them when they join you, right? So whether someone has um, been on your team forever, maybe it's a brand new advocate or consultant, whatever the reason is, people will, I mean, it's pretty rare. People will never pass their upline. It, I mean, it just doesn't happen. I mean, I will go as far to say that I, my upline and I promoted in the same timeline, actually, I think I promoted just before her, 
um, to national executive. Uh, and the reason that I share that is because it's rare, right? Like I was the only person for years in the organization that she had. Okay. So my upline in her organization, I was the only one for years that was, um, you know, like senior director and above. Okay. Meaning it's rare for you to find someone that is going at that pace. And so if you're listening to this podcast, you're that person that you see your per yourself becoming, you know, the top of the company or massive, you know, impact and income. And so if that is you, you kind of need to do some self-reflection and evaluate yourself and say, you know, am I leading by example? If I'm asking people to do this many parties a week, am I doing that many parties? If I am, you know, asking people or if I want people to recruit people who are recruiting, you know, one person a week or, you know, two people a month or, you know, five people a month or 10 people a month, whatever it is, right? Are you doing the same? I mean, you just really have to ask yourself some hard questions, okay? So that was the first thing. The second thing is that you don't market the career plan enough right? You don't market the leverage opportunity because people, when they join, when they sign up, okay, and join whatever company, it does not matter. It's all the same. They are going to be overwhelmed. They're flooded with information. They're flooded with, hey, join this Facebook group, join this, do that, right? They're overwhelmed by, can I even do this and fit this into my schedule that's already busy and hectic? Can I, you know, do I have the confidence to do this? you know, what, what is available to me? I can't remember all the things. And, and like, if they're running a party or running an event, and then, then you're telling them to recruit and, oh, don't forget to sign up for, you know, your, to get paid and, you know, whatever else and join this Facebook group where the testimonials are. And here's 72 things, right? And that's overwhelming. It just is. And so, you know, as the recruiter and the leader, right, you have to be marketing what is available to them over and over and over. It's kind of like that concept that, you know, just like in sales, when someone is not on your team or not a customer and they sometimes have to hear something seven to 10 times before it's a yes, right? That's just like in the marketing world, you know, the whole point of consistency is that consistency builds trust, but it's it gets repeated and people tr begin to trust it. So they're like, okay, yes, I'm interested in this thing, right? Okay, so it's the same thing when someone signs up and joins your team. They may hear something, I mean, goodness, like seven times, and you may have told them and then be like, yeah, I want to be a leader, but then they don't act on it or do anything. And then two months later, they're like, oh yeah, you know, because you're constantly talking about it. Now, I'm not saying specifically talking to them every single day all the time, unless they're, you know, wanting to do that, but I'm talking about like, you know, are you sharing this opportunity, you know, on your team meetings? Do you have a monthly team meeting where you're giving announcements, you're giving testimonials of people on your team, or maybe you, you do it with a sideline or an upline or someone and share like their paycheck or what they were able to do as a result of becoming a leader, right? What are the perks of leadership? Are you marketing those and talking about it every single month and sometimes several times a month? Because you may be like, well, I already talked about that a couple months ago, but you know what? Hopefully there's new people. Hopefully you have brand new people on your team that don't know anything about it. Or maybe they've been on your team for a couple of weeks. Are you talking about what is available to them? Okay. So just consistently sharing the career plan, sharing the compensation opportunities, right? And talking about, hey, there's a couple of different ways you can get paid. Make sure you're leveraging all of them. 
And then the final thing, number three, is that you don't have a system or program in place that's like running consistently to develop leaders. Okay. And so this looks different, you know, based on your company um, and based on the support that you have, like from your upline or your home office or programs, right? All of every company is different in regards to developing leaders. Every team is different. Every leader is different how they want to do things. So I'm not trying to sit here and tell you, you have to have like one way. Because you might have one person over here with a team of 50 and she or he can handle one-on-one coaching. And then you've got someone over here with a team of 5,000 and they're like, there is no way I could do one-on-one coaching unless they're like a six or seven figure earner, right? Like people just can't get on their calendar because they're the level of people like they're they have the more responsibilities you have the less time right so the more people on your team the less time you have um to pour into them individually so i just want to encourage you you know even if you're like well that's not necessary right now because i don't have x y and z well here's the thing if you do not and sorry for the background noise if you can hear the sawing they're working on my bathroom right now (laughs) so i apologize if you can hear that but anyway i digress so the point is If you do not have a program, no matter the size of your team, right, the first, I kind of put it in order of importance. The first thing, you need to lead by example. Get your priorities in in check. Get your business in check. Show up the way you would want a, you know, like if you thought of the perfect new consultant or new advocate, like what is everything you would want them to be doing? That's what you should be doing. Literally, you should have a set of standards and say, here is my ideal business builder, right? Here's everything that they would be doing. And you need to evaluate yourself and say, am I doing these things? The second thing is to consistently market, right? Show up consistently, share, 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 because then you're going to funnel people into that number three, the program or a system, whether it's automated, whether it's one-on-one and you just have a framework, right? That you're kind of walking through to develop leaders, no matter what it is. You have got to have something that you are doing consistently over and over and over, okay? And so some of you might be listening and thinking, I have no idea. Like, what would I include? What would I do? What does this look like? And my encouragement to you is, number one, you know, if you are looking for a resource or you're looking for support in this area, Monique and I, in our coaching program, we walk through a lot of this stuff. I mean, we literally give you a strategy and an invitation process for how to attract and find and, you know, recruit, develop business builders. We give you strategies and and ideas on how to market your career plan. And then when you're ready to develop that business builder, you know, program, right? And leadership program, we actually have a mastermind that we just recently launched and I'm so excited about it, um, that people can, you know, learn and get audited. Like we can audit their, leadership program for them. So I'm so excited about that. And, you know, you'll have to stay tuned because we are, we're going to be expanding on that later on um, this year and it'll, uh, the doors will open again for that. But for those of you that are like, man, I, I need to be surrounded by people who are doing these things, right? I want to develop more leaders, but maybe you just can't even find the right people, right? It's not a matter of, you know, leading by example. It's not a matter of marketing the career plan, but you can't get anyone to do anything. Well, then it might be time to enroll in Multiply 2.0. So 
Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me today. I so appreciate every single time you tune in. Be sure to, if this episode was helpful to you, be sure to copy the link and pass it along to your business bestie. Tag me on social media. And of course, I always appreciate that five-star review. Either way, I hope things are going well for you. I hope you're having a fantastic business building fall season and I am always cheering you on. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening to my podcast today. One way to spread the word and share what you've learned today with others is just to simply take a screenshot, post it on your social platforms, and don't forget to tag me. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a five-star review on whatever platform that you're listening to this episode on. As always, I appreciate your love, support, and encouragement. I'm cheering you on, friend.